my friends. Andy and Hedia here in I'm Hedia. Orange Andy. County, California. <laughs> I'm Andy. That's Hedia. <laughs> um, no. You were looking at me because I was tapping with my, my ring. You're wondering how I was making such. No, long, I knew how a, you were a, making a it. I was noise. wondering how long you were going to continue to do it. <laughs> well aware of how. What I was thinking is I often will uh, smack my kids around. And when I smack them around with my left hand, they go, ow, your ring. And so I'm always hitting them with this ring. It's a great weapon, by the way. Hey, go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org and register for the newsletter. So you can find out what's happening here in California in regard to our schools, our public schools. March 14th is our uh, big event coming up. So if you know anybody in the Ventura, LA County area or anywhere else, I mean, it'll be definitely worth the drive. Um, where we're going to be meeting at Novo Cafe in Westlake Village at 7 p.m. So make sure and again, register for California Parent Alliance and we will see you there. We got some cool stuff happening. Uh, let's see who's joining us. Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Uh, I'm so glad you're on because I'm trying to remember the name. Leandra's going to come and join us. And I'm trying to remember the name of that Mexican restaurant that's in uh, the little, uh, there's like an outdoor kind of marketish place. It's really, really popular Mexican place. And it's, it's next door to a big like, outdoor ho- mart thing. Yes. Next, to, it used to be some cowboy bar next to it, like mm-hmm. a place where live music would play. Oh my God, I can't remember the name. It's a Mexican fusion or Latin yes. fusion type of place. Anyway, hey, if you know, just yeah. type it in the chat. <laughs> we're we're not here for that. This isn't the uh, the 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 restaurants in Simi Valley show. No, uh, this is the Smith Wigglesworth devotional that we are uh, attending to right now on the Fearless Living Fearless devotional <laughs> podcast. Where are we? I don't know. It's been a long day already. Already, already. it's only two. I know, and it's only two o'clock. All right, so March six from Smith Wigglesworth devotional. The title is Triumph in Trials. The reference is Job 23.10. And it says, when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. Hmm. Yes. Burned by fire. Come out shiny gold. Oh, uh, gosh. I was thinking something not even. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The polish, the burning of the black. That makes makes total sense. (laughs) The gold. We should talk about these things before we go live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> scripture reading is 1 Peter 1, 3 through 21. Temptations come to all. In every temptation that comes, the Lord allows you to be tempted to the very hilt. Mm. But he will never allow you to be defeated if you walk in obedience. Right in the midst of this temptation, he will always make the way of escape. Oh, thank God. With his power, God sweeps away the refuge of lies and all the powers of darkness. He causes you always to triumph in in Christ Jesus. The Lord loves his saints and covers them with his almighty wings. May God help us to see this truth. We cannot be to the praise of his glory until we are ready for trials and are able to triumph in them. We cannot get away from the fact that sin came in by human nature, but God comes into our nature and puts sin into the place of death. Why? So that the spirit of God may come into the temple in all his power and liberty. And so that right here in his present evil world, 
Satan may be dethroned by the believer, by the believer. You must come to see how wonderful you are in God and how helpless you are in yourself. God declared himself to be mightier than every opposing power when he casts out the powers of darkness from heaven. I want you to know that the same power that casts Satan out of heaven dwells in every person who is born of God. If you would only realize this, you would reign in life. When you see people laid out under an evil power, when you see the powers of evil manifesting themselves, always ask them the question, did Jesus come in the flesh? I have never heard an evil power answer this question in the affirmative. When you know you have an evil spirit to deal with, you have power to cast it out. Believe this fact and act on it. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God intends for you to overcome and has put a force within you whereby you may defeat the devil. The thought for today, if you are not worth tempting, you are not worth much. Bam. Wow. I'm worth like a billion dollars. Priceless. <laughs> I'm priceless. Oh, um, what's the first thing that jumps out at you? Thoughts? So there's two parts to this, I would say. First, the issue of temptation, uh, which is lots. I have tons of stuff swirling in my head. Some that I want to talk about, some that I don't. But uh, I've always loved this scripture because I think it's so important to remember that we are still tempted. But when, like, I think this is one of the verses that we all really need to uh keep our memory like to um, to memorize because when you're faced with that situation and you're able to call up this scripture, you're able to say to yourself, what is the way of escape? Like, and start looking for the cues for the escape mm -hmm. uh, because the Lord will provide them. Mm -hmm. And the example of Job, so Job is just chapter after chapter of him being terrorized by Satan. I mean, like he loses everything. His skin's filled with boils. His wife leaves him. His kids die. His, his crops are burned. His, his animals die. Uh, and he holds on to faith. And the way the story is always foretold, uh, told about Job, he's just like wonderful God-fearing man. And then God allows him to be challenged by Satan. I mean, Satan actually asks for somebody and... God offers up Job, but um, I've heard some interpretations that I really liked that talked about the fact that it's because Job had also gotten complacent. Like he had gotten a bit arrogant because he was so wealthy, so successful. And cause he so loved God uh, that he had kind of gotten arrogant about all that um, God was doing in and through him. And he was kind of excusing away his kids laziness and bad behavior and the, the trials that God was putting him through drew him closer to God in a whole new way. And I find that that's often what happens in a trial. Like I feel that all the time. Like when I've gone through a major trial, it's always a wake up call. It's always like, oh, oh no, the Lord, I, I need to pivot because that's how the Lord gets my attention. Mm -hmm. And in that pivot and in that trial, if, if I'm quiet enough to hear him, God will give me a whole new set of instructions. 
like, okay, I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with that. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I want to remind you of this. I want to remind you of that. Like I, I literally hear from the Lord in a whole new way. And I, that wow. in this season has not happened until we hit that major trial just recently that we're still walking through. But I heard from the Lord in a whole new way um, to get through that trial. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Not to get through just that, that yeah. event, mm -hmm. but seek first the kingdom and the rest will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. All the things that he needed me to focus on. He's like, you leave this to me. You focus on all this other stuff. But if you start to go, it's just like the story we heard of Jacob today. We heard this very um, sweet interpretation of the story of Jacob wrestling with God, as some say was, was Christ, a manifestation of Christ, but that he was always a schemer and a deceiver and a manipulator and always trying to grab God's blessings. And instead, once he wrestled with the angel, the angel being God blessed him. And that's all God was ever waiting to do was to bless him. And so I often... When I, when I start to scramble, then I hear, and especially in this occasion where the Lord's like, you will see the victory of the Lord, but I need you to seek first the kingdom. And these are the things that I'm expecting of you. Hmm. I think it's Los Agaves. Los Agaves? No, no, that's not right. Yep. But yeah, I hope that wasn't all over the place, but. It wasn't. Okay. I mean, I got it. I'm with you. But okay. then again, we are. Um, you know what's funny is that when it and what one of the scriptures talks about that God will not, you know, will not test you so far to where you're not able to handle it. Right. That there's always an escape or there's always a an right. Answer. Um, and as soon as I read that, um, He will never allow you to be defeated if you walk in obedience. In obedience. <laughs> Pick up every every major foul up. In my life, I could, if I were to think about it, I could think of that, that, that window. Oh, that, isn't that cool? That he, was, that he gave yeah. me with a little ladder, a little safe <laughs> little ladder to climb out. And right. Say, All right. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to, that was my escape. Yeah. Or just a door. A door. I mean, most a small of street. <laughs> like a driveway. Just put your feet one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And we don't take them. And it's so sad that... <laughs> They were so, it was so clearly defined. I remember, I mean, like, like, like the big business thing that mm -hmm. caused me so much grief. Um, the, the, it was so easy. No. <laughs> and were there people that came by in your life or something that was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, was it in a person or was it just a voice? It was just a voice. Just oh. say, they, no, just say no. <laughs> I, I, I can't even tell you. I mean, uh, just with, I, I don't want to go to, I mean, there's a couple that are right staring me in the face right now that are, you know, it'd be bad uh, to bring them up. But um, every time I remember the moment of, of oh, somebody saying, are you sure? Are you sure you want to be doing this right now? And uh, I, I did it anyway. Oh, and see how he I says. I was being obedient to the, to the voice. I wasn't being obedient. Exactly. The, the, the voice said, actually a voice probably said, you are you are a fool <laughs> if you if you go right. right. Just go left, and everything will be fine. I go, nah, I'm going right, and then <laughs> like down the right? stairs, and then down an elevator shaft, oh, and then, so 
<laughs> and then just then in a fire and then my pants are on fire. Oh. <laughs> like a cartoon. I yeah. see that. If I just want to turn left, it would have been. Oh, 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 oh. It would have been amazing. And I tell you this latest experiment. <laughs> this, this, the, well, this latest thing, I, it was a series and I, that is something I could share with people is that like I, I've been complaining to Andy for a while, and I know some of you may think I'm silly, but uh, that I'm afraid I'm not um, doing enough, that um, too much is given, much is expected. And I always have this feeling that I that God wants me to do more. And, and I just let it go, I let it go, I let it go. And then when this latest challenge came, I just like fell to my knees to the Lord, like, oh, this is it's not the worst thing that can happen. Thank God you didn't take my health. You didn't take our lives. You know what I mean? You've given actually my daughter's life back. Like, okay, of all of the, the challenges you can give me, this is probably a, uh, you know, not so bad one, but it, it just, it just turned my face. It just turned my face to him. And I was like, you know, help me draw closer. Remind me of my first love. Like, what do you want me to do? And he created that prayer meeting. Mm. you know and it, and it was like it was literally the first step to me drawing closer to the lord like hearing from him understanding being in his word like it was literally like boom 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 that was when you walk in obedience when you just show up he'll make the way you know what i mean and it's just it's i love that feeling of the juxtaposition between disparity, like falling to your knees, being like, oh, no, please tell me this is not happening right now. And then juxtapose that to being renewed and strengthened by him showing up in this like really amazing way. So yeah, it's a the voice is so clearly different. Um, my voice and God's oh. God has such an amazing voice. Mm. That is, um, it's like it, there's like comfort, right? And like why, why, <laughs> why? When I heard that comforting voice, no, Andy, no, just go over here, and it'll be, it'll be so much better. You're happy the way things are right now. Things are going well. Why do that? No, I want, I want to go into hell, God. <laughs> no. No, I want, for some reason, I want to go through a whole bunch of crap for for months. And but you don't. But you know, don't tell. But that's not years. what you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself, but no, this is an amazing opportunity. Rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. It's rich. never like I want to go to hell. It's always like there's this shiny object over here. <laughs> and then, like the, the the day I started doing these devotionals, when he told me, "Get on your bike, grab these three books, take them with you, and ride to Tri City Park, put your camera on." I want you to start speaking to people about God. And they went, what? No, I want to sit home and, I don't know, do something else. Like, I don't watch a hockey game. There's going to be a hockey right. game. And, and then he's going, no, no, no. Trust me, follow me. Just go. Yeah. And it was one of those rare times <laughs> that I followed the cool, calming voice of God. And I go, all right. And I just hopped on my bike and rode and started doing these things. And I haven't stopped since. But the voices were so clearly different. Mine was... No, let's no hockey. That, that's the conversation I had because I was watching that movie on the circus, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, and I was like, God, do I really need to go to this prayer meeting? Like, I'm <laughs> watching this movie about the circus, and it's just like, 
<laughs> just like I listening to myself. I yeah. was saying to myself, will you listen to you? <laughs> You're like, you can't go go to a prayer meeting so you can watch a movie about a circus. Like it makes because Andy wasn't home. None of the kids were there, and it was just like me. And I'm like, hmm. I want to watch a circus. <laughs> yeah, and it was really a dumb movie too. <laughs> so yes, so yeah. I actually did get in the car and drive. Our voice is always whiny or so no party. It is actually, it, yeah, I was just—I just pictured a man with a big belly, a drunk guy, be like, "No, I need some more Cheetos," no, <laughs> or like Java the Hut. Yeah, yeah, but his his voice is always so calming and so much more dignified. Sure and dignified. No, I, you know, I need you to. No, I want to watch a movie about a circus. <laughs> no, you need to get in your car. It's so, gracious. so distinct. So gracious. And it took me 50 some odd years to, to stop listening to the, the gruff smoker voice. No, go, no, go, go, go sign those papers and make a miserable hell out of your life. Okay, that sounds way more fun than this cool calming voice that says no. Just say no, Andy. It's going to be a mess. Well, sorry, we got on that whole thing, but it is, it's important. I mean, I, I, I can tell you that I, I ignored that cool, cool, calming voice. Until we're ready for trials and are able to triumph in them, we cannot be the praise of his glory. Mm. And I, okay, so then I love this part where he's like, listen, we have a sin nature, it's in our bodies. And for the Holy Spirit to come like this burning light, he doesn't share. The Holy Spirit does not want to share the temple of our lives mm. with dirty stuff, you know? And so, the only way he can move in and shine to his magnificent glory is if he clears the clutter, not just the clutter, but the cobwebs, the dirt, the, the, the junk we accumulate yeah. and that he's trying to prevent us from accumulating. And so what, how, how does that happen? It's in the burning, you know, it's in the, it's in the burning of the trial that we're like, Whoa, uh Oh, okay. So it's time to clean house, time to clean yeah. house. If you're walking enough with God that you even hear him say, hey, I need you to mop the floor. Yeah. He beat you like an old, dirty Persian carpet <laughs> hanging over a... With, this, <laughs> with the dust falling <laughs> out, with, <laughs> the, <laughs> with the brooms, those brooms. <laughs> yeah. Here's one of my favorite parts. And I, um, it just stood out to me is that I want you to know that the same power that cast Satan out of heaven dwells in every person who is born of God. That Amen. same power. The same power. Yes. Wow. And I think that's the authority with which Smith speaks, hmm. is that, so there was this paraplegic lady walking at church today in a chair, and I was like, if I was Smith, I'd be able to walk up to that lady right now and be like, I can, he you know, <laughs> Jesus can heal you. Why are you in that chair? Like I, ha I literally ran through this entire scenario in my mind. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm just not that holy yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I saw, uh, but I had this conversation with, it was literally this person and my, and my more divine self. And we were having this conversation mm -hmm. where like, now I can understand how Smith had so refined his character and it's so built up holiness 
that he had no fear of walking up to somebody that he would look like an idiot or that it would fail because he knew he had the righteousness of Christ in him every second of every day. Well, the very next sentence of what I just read says, if you would only realize this, you would reign in life. (laughs) You'd be able to walk up to people and be like, why are you in that chair still? Silver and gold, I do not have you, but what I have, I give to you. Rise in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what Peter and John said. What if that woman's standing right now? What if she just, <laughs> I don't care. She just jumped out of the chair. She, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. All right, let's get to some of the scripture because there's a lot. Uh, first, we have Job 23.10. It's the entry scripture, but he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold, shiny and new. First Peter 3 to 21. What first first Peter 1, 3 through 21. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again, again, to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So there's this glorified, incorruptible, undefiled version of ourself that's waiting. That's what that was saying. In this, you greatly rejoice that now for a little while, if need be, you've been grieved by various trials. So this is like back to earth. That the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Though you now you do not see him yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what and what manner of time the spirit of Christ, who was in them, was indicating when he testified before the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them it was revealed, not to themselves, but to us that were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Therefore, gird up your loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lusts, as in your ignorance, but as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father who without partiality judges to each one's work, conduct yourselves through the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times. For you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Peter became quite eloquent. First Corinthians 10, 13. This is the verse I was saying that everybody should memorize. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. So there's no new temptation under the sun. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, 
but with the temptation will always make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Isaiah 28, 17. Also, I will make justice the measuring line. This is God talking about the coming of Christ. And righteousness the plummet. The hail will sweep away the refuge of lies, and the water will overflow the hiding place. Hmm. Just, you know, imagine hail, these big rocks that mm -hmm. just wash everything away. Uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us reveals the fragrance of the knowledge of him in every place. That's beautiful. Ephesians 1.12 that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praise of his glory. Romans 5.17, For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in the life through one, Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul is making this great analogy between Adam and how that one sin led all of us to suffer from sin for the rest of our lives, He's making the analogy of, so how could you not see that the sacrifice of Christ would be enough grace and righteousness for all of us? The two Adams, the first Adam, the final Adam. First John 4, 2 and 3, by this you will know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. This scripture should be the response to interfaith. Yeah, what do you mean? Anybody who says, well, we should find common ground in our religions. We all worship the same God. You say, do you believe that Jesus Christ come in the flesh as God? No, that's not what our faith believes. Then no, thank you. It's the spirit of the Antichrist. I hear you. I mean, that is, that is the, that's the line. Not that we can't do other kinds of charitable no. activities and all kinds of activities, but my religion and your religion are not the same. Right. And we don't need to find commonalities of our religions. We need to find commonalities as Americans or as people, as human beings, but our religions are different. Absolutely. Wow. This yeah. gives me so much to think about hmm. on these scriptures. Um, I, but I was thinking about this. It's, it's, it's kind of un, unrelated. Oh, it, okay. It won't be that long. Um, and that is we, uh, we went to a church locally today, a different church. Yes. That we've not been to. And I think I've only gone there for a, a funeral. I don't think I've gone there for oh. any service before. Okay. Uh, and no. just as a point of reference, Danielle, this is the church right next to Cassandra. It used to be called EV Free. EV Free, yeah. Now they call it Fullerton Free. Fullerton Free. Um, but what I want to bring up is that it's a huge campus. Huge. Uh, Almost five square blocks. In a, in a big, big church. You know, huge. Big, uh, sanctuary. Gorgeous. But it, it, it felt different. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I know I did this about Friends Church too, but it just feels different. Uh, than before the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. So you remember that? I mean, there's- yeah, the I used to go to the library there all the time. That's where I would go. My office ah, was right up the street. I mean, it's missing life. Yeah. And 
but that's that feeling that uh, when you we go to Calvary Chapel Tuna Hills, which of course we love and we're biased and we love Jack Hibbs and all that kind of stuff. But when you go there, every I mean, it's it feels energized. Oh, for sure. Uh, the word of God is being spoken truthfully from its Bible, his Bible, his Bible, his Bible, and there's nothing better. And God blesses that. And then you have churches that are kind of struggling and you can feel that struggle. Right. Yes. I mean, the Lord had me praying incessantly for them. Yeah, but it's, um, it was, I don't know. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> Cause you and know, that, that place we has there. such a history. Uh, Chuck Swindoll was the pastor a, there. I mean, he's a giant, a giant in, in Christian, uh, the Christian world. And you just, is it, is it, is it dying or is it that, that God's trying to say you need to do something different? I mean, is that, you know what I mean? I don't know how to answer that question. How to, how well, to, we don't uh, know because we're not part of the establishment there, hmm. but I'm sure God's saying something to them. I mean, I, I, we have one little challenge and I'm like, oh my God, God, what am I doing? Why are you, I mean, you're telling me they're not feeling that? They've yeah. got to be feeling that. There was, I mean, and I'm so, I just have to tell you how I, how I felt. I'm just, I'm telling you how I felt there. It just, it didn't feel like a lot of, there was not a lot of joy. No. You felt that too? Absolutely. From the, the greeters, they smiled. Hi. Hey. You know. Greeters always smile. <laughs> but they weren't like, hi. Oh, oh, you're here. Like, there was no, like, hi, have you been here before? Are you new? Um, I mean, there was no like excitement. Yeah. And then the same on this end, the 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 worship uh, was good. The voices of the singers were good, but um, I just felt uh, a little bit of it was just sad. Not, not as, yeah, a little sad. I just uh, I, I think it grieves God too. I thought that was good. You're so again. You're just so much better at much of this stuff than I am. But uh, the fact that you told me that you prayed for the church. Oh, yeah. Uh, while we were there. Oh, yeah. The Lord had me praying. I just thought, well, this feels yucky. <laughs> no, the Lord was <laughs> I, like. I did nothing about it. At least you did something about it. <laughs> you even thought about healing a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, there's no thinking, church I don't I like. Thinking, I was thinking, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> if something doesn't happen here. But then as I was walking around and we were doing our different things, even in the, you know, the coffee shop and everything, there was just no life. No life in that church. And I feel bad. Because I know what history that church has had. It's been huge for years here. Uh, Evie Free, Chuck Swindoll, all, all the people uh, used to talk about that church all the time. It was the talk of the yes. talk of the town. Yes. So I just thought I just thought that there's we there's there's something seriously going on. Uh, Anytime an establishment that big is yeah. empty, there's something seriously wrong. Hmm. Uh, and I, I, I think that that was why we were, um, we were there today to pray for them for sure, because I felt it quite strongly, um, uh, just praying for the people to be filled afresh with the Holy spirit for God to put angels in the seats so that they could feel so that the people could feel the energy mm -hmm. of the Lord's presence and to inspire their speakers to speak words of power and truth. Um, because what he spoke about was very nice. They're going through a Bible study of Genesis, which is, I find, so amusing considering, you know, every 
teacher we we listen to is doing some aspect of Genesis, mm-hmm. including Pastor Mark Driscoll is doing who's going through an exegesis of, of Genesis. So I think they're on message. I just think that they're just missing spirit-filled believers. So pray for, pray for our churches. Yes. We need uh, every church to be filled. Yes. Not just the few that are. No, that are every church. Hopping right now. There are a couple that are hopping right now. It's because of what's happening in, in that church. Yes. All right. Anything else, my love? I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. No? Taquitos? Want to talk about want to talk taquitos? No. Street corn? No. No, no, that stuff. And I don't think that is the restaurant. I looked it up on my phone. I don't. I don't think that's it either. Okay, I gotta I find don't think. it. But uh, thank you, Danielle. If you think of another one, it's a yeah, it's a Mexican fusion there. And uh, I'm gonna ask uh, Ingrid because I went there with Ingrid. Ah, there you go. All right, my friends, you have a great, great Sunday. And um, oh, oh my gosh, we yes. forgot about the app. Don't there's this app. There's this great app, the Edify app by the Christian Podcast Network that has um, wonderful content and you would really bless us. It's absolutely free if you download and subscribe to our podcast. Thank you so much. This is how you can do so. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Oh, there we go. (laughs) That's so sleepy. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Have a great day. Happy Sunday. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye.